Praise the Lord to comfort me when things weren't going my way, and He said to me, I will comfort you. And I lift your cares away. I ask the Lord to walk with me when darkness was all. That I knew, and he said to me, Never be afraid, and I will see you through. I didn't ask for riches, but He gave me wealth untold. The moon and the stars the sun in the sky and he gave me eyes to behold I thank the Lord for everything and I sings each day for he came to me when I needed him I only had to pray I didn't ask for riches, but He gave me wealth untold, the moon and the stars. The sun in the sky And He gave me eyes to behold 
my blessings each day. For He came to me when I needed Him. I Just a nobody Trying to tell everybody About somebody Who can change anybody I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody about somebody who can change anybody. I'll see you one more time. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can change anybody cause my sins were higher than the mountain when the Lord sanctified me my sins were higher than the mountain when the Lord 
sanctified we singing glory hallelujah when the fire came down when the fire came down when the fire came down I sang glory to rise your feet and help me welcome to the platform my father your pastor pastor chris let's keep clapping for the lord please He has done so many mighty things in our lives. Everybody's hands are lifted and we pray together. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Speak to our hearts again today. 
touch us by your precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may be seated on top of your enemy. Praise God. What a blessing to be with you. Are you happy that the Lord has given us another good weather? Sunny day. The Lord likes us to be outside here under the roof. Amen. And uh, very soon things will start to change. Glory to God. Amen. We have just received the good news that our plan is unofficially passed. Amen. So now we can start to build the walls. Amen. So if you come to church again, don't drive past. You might not recognize the place, but it is this very place. Hallelujah. Before I preach, uh, one or two things I want to make very clear. Or just announce. Amen. One of it is that uh, Pastor Osei, sorry, uh, Pastor Evans just reminded me that and I want to, uh, I want to appreciate, uh, well, let's say acknowledge him. Come stand in front. This is the dean of our Bible school. Clap for him. Yes, the Lord has blessed us. He's a Ghanaian. Uh, and uh, he's a BMI pastor. Glory to God. And he's the first BMI member that will receive a doctorate degree on Thursday. Yes. Glory to God. And um, because of coronavirus challenges, it will be like over the TV or something, isn't it? It won't be in person. But we are very proud of him. Education is something that I always encourage our children to aspire for. And he has reached a high level of education. PhD. Many people have PhDs in the colored community. It's called pull him down syndrome, pull him down, PhD. In other words, if anybody wants to rise to the top, the people in the area just pull you down, they pull you down. But he's got the real PhD, academic PhD. Let us uh, uh, clap once again and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for... And I'm sure he'll bring his certificate here next week on Mother's Day. Well, praise God. Praise God. He's also leaving for Ghana soon, isn't it? Yeah. One of our pastors is getting married. A Johannesburg pastor. is getting married to a lady in Ghana. And she will then become a BMI member. Many Ghanaians here, I tell you. It's a glory. The Lord said, your children shall come from afar. Then I heard the good news, but my eyes is looking for Sister Bera. I heard that she's here. I can't see. Clap for her. Clap for her. She's back. We welcome you. This is the mega church. The Lord was good to you. Amen. You may be seated. You can greet her after the service, but I'm sure there'll be security around her. Because you mustn't tire too much. He's still recovering. Amen. But we thank the Lord for His wonderful hand of miracles. Isn't God a good God? You wonder why people would leave God, isn't it? You wonder why people would desert God after all what He's done for you. 
and go to a faraway place away from God. No, may you may you say in your heart that you'll never leave the law. Amen. May you not be fooled by Satan's deception and delusion. How fast on Jesus. Amen. How fast on the year. Don't let small things cause you to lose your salvation. So we thank the Lord. What a great blessing. Hallelujah. I want to share with you the word of God today. And uh, a very important message again. I believe that as you, as you join a church or you join any church, that that particular church will have certain strong emphasis. They will emphasize certain things. Not all churches emphasize the same things. Are you listening? So as you become part of what we do here, we are also emphasizing certain things. Ons klim op sekere goed klim. Amen. And if you're from another church, by chance you might, you might understand that it's different to where you come from. That's just basically because the emphasis, the teachings, the doctrines, although it's all in the Bible, certain things are really pressed through or emphasized. Do you understand? One of such things here at BMI is fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. We encourage our people from youngsters to seniors to bear fruit for the Lord. And when I speak about fruit, I speak about working for God, winning souls for God, planting churches, and helping your local church to grow. Do you understand what we mean by fruit? Fruit is a natural thing that the Lord uses for us to understand the concept of the term fruit bearing. When you think of a fruit, you think of apples, pears, whatever. Look at the, look at the scripture in Genesis chapter 1, the first book of the Bible, the book of beginnings. The Lord clearly emphasized fruit bearing. The opposite of this is to have no fruit, is to be barren. Amen. Barrenness is a sickness. If any farmer comes to his fruit tree and the tree has failed to bear fruit, we say the tree is barren. The tree is of no good use. There's no produce. Strangely enough, in our modern churches, which includes us, this concept of barrenness is very common. There's not many fruit-bearing Christians. Henceforth, we must emphasize 
constantly preach the same message until we start to see the results of fruit in your life. Amen. Because you might have the slight idea that, Pastor, you have, to, you have spoken about this before. You are correct. Please forgive me. But I still see the barrenness in your life. Henceforth, I preach it again and again and again till I see your tree start to blossom with the, with the flowers that goes before the fruit. Glory. As I stand before you today, you are my fruit that I have borne. Glory to God. But I must not be satisfied with you. I must press in for more. And the way we will be more is that I won't bear fruit alone. You will join me in bearing fruit. If you believe it, you will receive it. You will start to show it. And the Lord in heaven will be very happy with you. Now, your Bibles in Genesis chapter 1, please. It says, God said, let the earth bring forth. This is God's first instruction after he made everything. God does his part, now he's giving us our part. What must the earth do? The earth must bring forth and the living creature must bring forth after its own kind. The cattle, the creeping thing, the beast of the earth, after its own kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind and God saw that it was good may the Lord bless the reading of his word I want to show you another scripture before I start to speak to you for a few minutes 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 for in Christ Jesus Paul says the second part of the verse for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Hallelujah. For in Christ Jesus, I have brought you forth in the gospel. May the Lord bless the reading of his unadulterated, inerrant word. Hallelujah. So God's word is teaching us this morning as we gather as a church that every living thing must bring forth after its kind. The creeping thing, creeping small things. Even the herb-bearing tree said the seed will, be, will, will, will germinate and bring forth another herb-bearing tree. Glory to God. And that's how we also as human beings were brought forth because two human beings got together, became active, and suddenly, here you are. Wow. And when you were born, they it was an exciting time in your family's life before you brought your mother pain. When you were born, it was exciting to see who do you look like? Your mother or your father? Hey! Isn't it wonderful? 
And fathers are always proud if children look like them because we are bringing forth after our own kind. If the child looks like the mother, sometimes there's doubt in the father's mind if it's really his children. It's true. Especially if the mother was very active in many other places. You may never know. Limited. But it's exciting time when something is born. Hallelujah. And you must also give birth to something. Glory to God. Because this is God's natural order. I speak about this because as I, God has given me the grace to pastor you, I also pastor other churches in a certain way. And I advise many pastors concerning their churches. I find that there's a decline. Even now coronavirus has caused a major decline in churches, in church attendance. Are you with me? Now, we are excited about what's happening here and uh, you'll think there's a lot of people sitting here and maybe there is. But remember, most churches start in this fashion with excitement, joy, growth, numbers. But as the enemy comes and the fruitfulness turns to barrenness, you see the decline. I looked at the one church that I was dealing with and I realized if the old people are gone, they are busy dying, then there'll be no more church after a few years. Because we've come to settle here nicely. We are happy with ourselves. Nobody invites nobody. No salvation is coming from you. You are it's like trees planted in a barren field and it brings forth no fruit. But today the Lord wants me to speak to you and it will be a start, a catalyst in your life of a great fruit bearing tree. Amen. You will become a great fruit bearing tree in the name of Jesus because it's the emphasis of this church. Are you listening? It's the emphasis of this church. When you are saved for a few months, it's a very volatile stage because we really try to hold on to you to make you understand the importance of belonging to God. But when you've been here for a long time, then we don't, we're not so concerned about your pruning. We now start to see what results is your Christian life bringing forth in terms of the growth of the church, the planting of churches and the saving of souls. If we see no fruit, we come to the conclusion that you are a barren tree. You are a non-fruit producing tree. And it's not me, but the Lord Jesus himself said, such a tree is only useful for the fire. Are you hearing me? I'm talking about you. Such a tree is useful for nothing in the kingdom but for the fire. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How were you born? 
You were born when two people got together and looked at each other. Or what? How do you think you were born? They, two people became active. Amen? I'm going to give you the secrets of fruit bearing this morning. Two people became active. And out of that activity, everybody say activity. There's a little you. Meaning, if you are not involved in Christian activity, that's the main reason why there's no bearing of fruit from your side. Because just looking at me, sitting in the chair, with no activity, say activity, you can't bear fruit. Are you listening? Your parents bear fruit through activity. Glory to God. If you are just a church visitor on Sunday morning, we love you. We welcome you. But we want you to move towards God's design and be a fruit-bearing tree. Hallelujah. Fruit-bearing tree. So that you can bear after your own kind. Glory to God. I don't live in Leiden. I might never meet the neighbor in your street. But you live there. You live amongst people of your own kind. God has given you the mandate to bring forth after your own kind. Another you. I'm not a pensioner. Yet. I don't stand in the Sasa line. Yet. I don't have the interaction with those people every day. But you do. And if you as a pensioner bring another pensioner here, you have brought forth after your own kind. You see, what, what, what also uh, was the birth of this sermon is, we have now a few of our young people that are students at university. And normally it will be in the second service. They bring a whole kumbi full of students here. Because I'm not there, I was there, but I'm not there now in this generation at university. They are at university. They are now speaking to people about their wonderful salvation. And now they are bringing them in their numbers. That is the fruit they are bringing after their own kind. Students are bringing students. Are you hearing me? And the Lord is looking at you and hoping that you too can bring forth after your own kind. Now, I don't know about us, but in many cultures, childbearing is very, very important. And uh, 
Ladies sometimes feel very sad if they can't bring forth. Amen. I wish Christians can be like that, to feel sad if you can't bring forth. And uh, you get opportunities or places in life where people won't easily marry you if you can't bear children. But here I give you quickly today, and this will help you a lot. What are the reasons why the Lord wants you to be fruit bearers? Matthew 7, 20. By their fruits you shall know them. This is one of my favorite, favorite scriptures. Glory to God. I'm going to look at why, why Christians don't bear much fruit. And I'm going to give you only three very important reasons. If you can overcome them, then we will start to see fruit on your tree. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now the first reason why you should bear fruit is because it is a sign that you are a truly born again Christian. Zij is waar, zij is rechter gered. Zij is diep gered. Because you can bear fruit. Not that you can pray loud and you can sing the praise songs and know the words. And also be a good dancer in the church. No, 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 no. We are very aware that many Christians or many church members are not really Christians. Unfortunate. But this is how it is. Amen. They are not real Christians. I've often wondered about people that uh, are half something and half something else. Unfortunately, in our world, we have human beings that are a little bit half male, half female. Not, not, no, I'm not talking about gay lesbianism. I'm talking about by, by scientific birth, some of them suffer with testosterone or... You know this Castasamania, the runner, they, 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 there's all this debate about she's a woman or is she a man, is she a woman or is she a man. Now, unfortunately, sometimes these births also take place where the, the lady can't bring forth because inside the body there's like a mixture of organs, male reproductive organs, but she looks like a female on the outside. And that's why she can't bring forth children Actually, there's a story of a lady that was 20 years old already and she never could show a menstrual cycle, what we call a period. And when the doctors looked into her case, they discovered that she was actually a man because on the inside she had male reproductive organs, but on the outside, I don't, I don't know how it happens. It's a mix-up a mix of the chromosomes. Say amen, even if you don't understand what I'm saying. And this person could not bear fruit. Although she looked like a woman, she was actually a man. Hey! Now you! You look like a Christian. But are you really one? What's the sign of your genuineness? You must be able to bring forth. But you can't. I wonder what are you? 
Are you an alien? Are you a hybrid? Are you something else on the inside? It's not the putting on of nice clothes and the singing of the hymns. Your, your real self will see by the fruit bearing. Hey! Are you listening to me? We must bring forth fruit. Jesus said in Matthew 7, one of my favorite scriptures. And I'll tell you why it's my favorite. Because I'm, oh, there's always people wanting to argue with me. You know people who argue a lot. Because everybody has a mind. So you, you have this mind. And I said, look, 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 stop arguing. Show fruit. Let's, uh, let's show. show you show your fruit, I show my fruit. Because talk is cheap. What can you show? What can you show if we lift the leaves of your branches to see is there any fruit in your life? You can talk well. You can sound well. You can smell like a Christian. You can walk like a Christian. You can talk like a Christian. But the fruit is the proof that you are a real Christian. Hallelujah. I love to preach salvation and I love it when people come to Christ. But unfortunately, I must tell all of you, that is just the beginning. Now, God wants to see fruit on your tree. I know you don't like this message. I know you don't like it, but I am compelled to preach it. And I'm compelled to emphasize it. Because it is one of the missions of this church that you shall bring forth after your kind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, the church building in itself has a bit of an attraction. And it's going to even be better when it's finished and nice and, and people might come because they see the building. But that's not how real Christianity should work. Amen. People should come to Christ by your witness and your testimony. Hallelujah. Your spiritual activity must bring forth. If you don't have, and if you're not moving, you, if you only look at the woman, there'll never be a baby. Amen. There must be what? Activity. There must be activity. Many people are falling away after they come to Christ. They don't stay. Because they don't know an enemy is busy working. And whilst we are giving you the important keys to stay. To stay long. To bring forth fruit. To be active. You see. That's why you see this large crowd is a common thing when something is new. But when the activity stops. When the building project stops. When soul winning stops. When the jail crusade stops, we will decline into nothing. And I'm preaching to prevent that decline. Amen. Hallelujah. Why must we stop reaching people when our numbers are full? What does that mean? And I must keep enlarging, enlarging the church. Our vision is to have multiple service here on a Sunday. It can never happen if we don't have fruit bearers. Are you listening? We can't have it with barren trees. We will only have it with fruit-bearing trees. I don't live in, in, in Ten City, Joseph. 
You live there. Yeah. There is more of your kind there. You must bring forth after your own kind. Hallelujah. For me, they say, Oh, look at him. He's got a nice car. He's got nice clothes. Wow, he can't tell me. You understand? Because they would say he's not of my kind. Ah! And if you speak to someone in my, in my uh, circle again, they say, oh, look at this man. He come, he come from, he's got nothing. What is he trying to tell me? But if I speak to him, and I say to him, look what the Lord has done for me. And the same that he's done for me, he can do for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And I see a church full. This, it looks big. We are seated two meters apart from one another. It's not big at all. No. The Lord wants us to have hundreds and thousands of members here at BMI. Do you believe it? And we can only do it if I have fruit-bearing trees. And you are one of that fruit-bearing trees. Receive it in Jesus' name. Many of you are going to be rudely surprised when you go to heaven. Because you can't take anything with that you labored your life for. Your car is going to stay here. Your house will stay here. The only thing that will follow you is your works. And your works are the fruit that you've borne. Your spiritual fruits that you have borne. Are you listening to me? That's the only thing that will follow you. So may you be a fruit bearer. But one of the reasons why we can't bear fruit is we're not real. We look like something on the outside, but on the inside we're, not, we, we're something different. It's like a place that's selling, uh, they're selling stuff, but it's an eye blind because they actually have drugs on the inside. I one day went to a house shop and the people there outside told me, that is not a real house shop. They only make like they're selling chips and sweets. The real thing that's making them the money is the drugs. You don't know such places. Do you know such places? Like it is a, it's a scam on the outside. But on the inside, there's something else. May you not be such a place. May you be a real, real believer that can bring forth real fruit in the name of Jesus. It's by your spiritual activity. Yes. Just like you were brought to the Lord and disciple, uh, this is how you will also bring others to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't want you to come to church for any other reason than to seek the Lord in a deep way. Amen? Now I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it loud and if it hurts you, then good for you. I've told many young children that you only come to church because your mother tells you to be here. Your father tells you to be here. I told a group of uh, yeah, uh, people once a few years ago that if your father stops coming, I don't see any of you coming to church because you're not here for God. You're not here for your own personal gain. You're just here because your family's here. And I want to warn you, that's not the reason why you must attend church. I seldom see young people here if their parents are not here. I'm talking to you. And you know who I'm talking to. 
But God desires you to really be genuine. Be a real Christian. Be a God-loving person. Be a church-loving person. Be an active church member. Not a bench warmer. Are you listening? If you are not yet active, ask yourself, why not? Because it is, it is the thing that prevents you from bearing fruit. And God wants you to be a fruit bearer. God is clear that you must bear fruit. Because by the fruit you shall know them. If I ask you now, are you all real Christians, you'll all put up your hands. Is that true? But by your fruit, by your fruit, by your activity, will you be known. May you step from non-productivity today into becoming a productive person in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is all that really matters to God. To God. If you are a fruit-bearing tree or not. Hallelujah. So the first important uh, sign that we are bearing fruit or why we must bear fruit is to show that we are really born again. We are truly born again. Otherwise, we're not sure. We're not sure. Praise the Lord. Number two. Number two. Why must we bear fruit? We must bear fruit to show that we are healthy. Amen. To show that we are healthy and we are not sick. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. People who can't bring forth is often due to sickness. Infertility. Blocking of the fallopian tubes. Inability to release ovaries. Or something wrong in the womb. Such people can't bring forth. And these are what we call health reasons it prevents childbirth so when Christians can't bring forth fruit then it's also a disease that is in their lives yes what is the disease sickness like laziness sickness like pride sickness like living in sin Eish. Why I say so? Because it will, take, it will take humility for somebody to show you a way after you try to invite them to Christ, isn't it? It will hurt your pride if somebody rejects your invitation to come to church with you. It hurts you. It hurts your self-esteem. That's why only humble people can bring forth fruit. Amen? Laziness is another one. Hey! Laziness. You think Sunday service is enough for you. No other activities will you do. But our church has an emphasis in this. That's why a few of the people here will only leave this evening at 7 o'clock. From this morning to, to this evening. And they are the fruit-bearing Christians. You can't. Because maybe some of the sicknesses has affected you. One of them is laziness. Say laziness. Say blame moog. Say blame biesig. Say blame... Uh, you, you hear about services coming. 
You, you look more for public holidays than for church services. Say forgive. You won't bear fruit, man. It's the reason why you're not bearing fruit. Maybe I must make it very clear to you. If you say, what is fruit? Look for somebody that is sitting here today that has come here through you. That is fruit. Look around. Show, show me your fruit. Show me your fruit. Show me your fruit. If you can't, then listen, because today is a day that you must start to turn away from being barren into fruitfulness. Amen? And we will preach it, teach it, whether you like it or not. This is God's design, that the fruit-bearing tree shall bear after its own kind. The beast are another beast. A creeping thing, another creeping thing. A morgan, another morgan. A lizzie, another lizzie. Whatever your name is, there should be another of you if you are bearing fruit spiritually. Hallelujah. Paul said, I brought you forth. You are my children after my own kind. And the Lord is not. Don't make the mistake. Why is Christian churches uh, running into danger of being uh, non-existent? You know why? Because the people think, what I'm preaching today is the work of the pastor, not the work of the church member. You have the mind that you are just coming to receive. You are going home. You're going to go practice whatever faith, hope, charity, and love at your workplace. You have no mind that the work of God belongs to all of us together. But today receive this revelation. The work of God is not only for pastors. It's for every church member sitting here on these black chairs. In Jesus' name. And every one of you will bring forth fruit. The problem I really want to have here is that there's not enough place for all the people. Don't just wait for past. Look what, the, what, what coronavirus did. It prevented us from doing a jail crusade. Now you say, yes, the church grew through crusades. Of course it did. But there will be times when we can't grow through crusades. Like we had now with this pandemic then you must be a fruit-bearing tree in the name of Jesus. It doesn't take much. It takes you to shake out of your laziness and you will, then, then you will be a healthy tree. Amen? You don't have to be a speaker like me to stand in front here. The other day, somebody brought a car full of people here. Who was that person? Was it Lance? Yes. It was Lance, I remember. Uh, 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 I don't know, they, they were a whole family. And I realized this boy, he just came to the Lord recently and look at the fruit he's bearing. It was like five or six people he brought along here. Hoping that if they receive Jesus Christ, and I think some of them came to the front, then they, he has brought forth fruit after his own kind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May you be healthy in your fruit bearing. Laziness and pride will prevent you. Come and tell you one big thing that prevents people from reaching others is sin. I'm talking about Christians who are living in sin. Amen. You see, people will never take you serious if you don't live a life as an example to them. You can't be smoking 30 cigarettes a day 
Then you come out of your office and you want to tell the workers they, they must give their lives to Jesus. Say amen. You can't be living with a woman that's not your wife. Then you want to tell the person, but he must give his life to Jesus. And I think I realize that one of the great reasons for barrenness is that thing, that we can't be witnesses for the Lord because we are still living in sin. And this morning, if I'm tramping on your toes, then it's the Lord speaking to you to stop that thing so that you can start to bear fruit and be a witness for the Lord. It's your sin that prevents you from speaking out loud. You play sport with many people, you can't, you can't witness to them about Jesus because when they swear, you swear the bigger, bigger, bigger swear words than them. When people are drinking socially, you're also involved in social drinking. I'm giving you reasons why you are not bearing fruit, why you are barren. It's the living in sin that makes you morally uh, incapable of telling others about the Lord. But this morning the Lord says you must stop with that sin. You are born again, definitely, but you can't bear fruit because there's a blockage to your fruit. Everybody knows you. Nobody will believe you if you start to talk to them about Jesus Christ. May the Lord deliver you from that snare. May the Lord deliver you from this willful living in sin. I'm not talking about making a mistake. I'm talking about constantly living in a life of sin. And then we will know that you are a very healthy person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then you will start to share the gospel. And lastly, I give you the third key. Why you must overcome and how you can start to bear fruit. You must overcome what we call the chokers of the word. Things that choke the word of God. Mark chapter 4 verse 19. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. And the lust of other things, they enter in and they choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. I read it again. The cares of this world. Everybody say cares of this world. The deceitfulness of money and the lust of other things enters in and chokes the word and it becomes unfruitful. Hey. And when we talk about the case of the world, I'm not talking about sin. We dealt with sin in the first, in that second point. Now we're talking about normal things that keeps you so busy. You can't be a witness for Christ. You can't be involved in the church activities. If there's no activity, remember, there'll be no fruit. If there's no activity there'll be no fruit. So what are you talking about, Pastor? I'm talking about we are too involved in things that does not matter. The demands of your job, the pressure of your studies. I asked a brother just now. I asked him, where is his family? He told me, they're writing exams tomorrow. That's the case of this world. Are you listening? It chokes the word. The demands of the job. 
The challenges of bringing up little children. These are all things that start to make us unfaithful. Yes. And as we see now young people, the blessing of getting married also makes people unfruitful and unfaithful. Yeah. They can't, they can't give the same uh, uh, faithfulness to the church because of these things. Not sin, cares of the world. Say cares. Job, studies, children, family, excuses. That's why the church by and large today in Cape Town is a barren church. We are not bringing in the souls. We are not bringing in the numbers because we are fruitless. Say mercy. They choke the word. I am pregnant now, they say. As if pregnancy was a curse. As if marriage is a curse. You are too busy. And that's why you can't bear fruit. Now some of us was nothing when Jesus found us. Now we are being given something. Small, small. And that in itself, the blessing of God has become a stumbling block. So we can't be fruit bearers. Mercy. A little job. A little nice clothes. Remember you didn't look like you look now. But you stopped bearing fruit. Why? You must overcome the cares of the world. When, my, when we had our children, my wife had to come sit in the back of the church and I, I continued the work. I don't remember missing one Sunday in the work of God because of little children. Not even did my wife. Our children were wrapped up like a baby in swaddling clothes and she came and sat at the back of the service. And this is the fruit if you look. If you want to come stand on the stage, you can see the fruit of my labor. Because I didn't use the excuse of the cares of the world. I got a job. Can't work. I'm tired. I must work on Sunday. I work night shift. I can't work. The church by and large is fruitless. But we will not settle for that in the name of Jesus. We will be fruit bearing young people. Fruit bearing middle aged people. Fruit bearing old people. The Sasa people will tell the Sasa people. The young people will tell the young people. The industrial people working in the industries will tell others about Jesus Christ. And the salvation that comes through Jesus Christ. Amen. And we will start to bear fruit. Then we will not have a problem with numbers at BMI. Hallelujah. But if you leave it for the pastor, we will not bear fruit. I've given you a few reasons, but that reason of living in sin that prevents you from bearing fruit is something the Holy Spirit wants to help you with this morning and start to take it out of your life. Maybe it's not laziness. Maybe it's not pride. But there's a thing that prevents you from being really active for God. You see, you almost think uh, we must be happy to see you like we're happy to see Sister Bera this morning. We must be happy to see you came on a Sunday. You must the mark of being a genuine Christian. True Christianity is fruit-bearing Christians. Hallelujah. 
I want to pray for you because I know as the Spirit led me this morning, there are many people living lives that makes them not be able to witness to others. And the Lord wants to deliver you from whatever snare. I've been preaching to you for the last few weeks that the Lord is going to do supernatural things in your life. But there are hindrances. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Why are you not actively telling others about the Lord? Because you know they will not listen to you. Because there's something not right in your life. Bow your heads please. And I want to pray for you. If you are here this morning, you say, Pastor, I'm not living right. There are things in my life I need God's help. I want to be a pure witness for Jesus. But there's stumbling blocks. There's blockages. Pray for me. You don't have to say it. We won't embarrass you. But I want to pray for you. Because I believe this is the word of the Lord through me to you today. That thing that prevents you from being a good fruit-bearing tree for God, God is going to take it out of your life. God is going to help you by the power of His Holy Spirit to overcome it. Whether you're struggling with cigarettes, whether you're struggling with alcohol, whether you're struggling with sex, whether you're living in sin, God wants to set you free so that you can fulfill the purpose of why you were saved. To bear fruit for the Lord. To bear fruit for the Lord. If that is you, you say, Pastor, maybe somebody invited you, or maybe you've been coming here for a while, but there is something that, that, that prevents you from fully living out your Christian life. Put up your right hand. I pray for you now. I pray for you. God is going to deliver so many people. Everybody stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Those that put up their hands, I'm going to pray for you. I'm doing this by the Holy Spirit. We normally just pray a, a prayer over the audience. But I believe God said to me, the people must be set free. Then we will see the masses and the crowds here. If you put up your hands, step out and stand on the carpet here. I want to pray for you. Those who don't know Jesus Christ, also come. You want to receive the Lord as your Savior. Come, come. Increase in me the flame that's burning, igniting us a passion for the Lord. Enlarge our hearts, the harvest is here, O Lord. Increase in me Increase in me yes. The flame that's burning Igniting us The passion for the Lord Listen. 
we won't come to church in future alone you will start now to become a fruit bearing tree you will understand the importance of life is not about things your neighbor might have things but your neighbor don't have Jesus and Jesus is the most important person you must have in your life maybe you're living in sin and it prevents you from being a real good christian today i want to pray for you we all have sinned and come short of the glory of god but god has given us a great gift the holy spirit and he will help you overcome i want you to start to get involved in christian activities get busy for god get involved in growing the church get involved in souls i pray for you i want to say the sinner's prayer because i don't know who's all standing in front and they after i'll come and lay hands on you with oil and the holy spirit is going to touch you everyone say after me say dear lord jesus i come to you today just as i am oh lord i'm sorry for my sins please forgive me wash me with your precious blood make me a new person and please write my name in the book of life i want to follow you jesus i want to serve you from this day forward in jesus name amen